RadioInfluence.com. Hey guys, can you believe it? This is episode lucky 13 of the MJ Morning Show podcast. Lucky for who? Lucky for who? Is lucky for me, Froggy? By the way, I quit. Yeah. No, I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> last one. Froggy's quitting. I'm just on kidding. Unlucky no. <laughs> 13. All right, welcome, folks, to the MJ Morning Show podcast. Again, the response has been enormous. Love getting the email, and we'll get to a stack of email and texts later on to email the show. Comments, questions, if you want to know if something's going to be on a future episode, or keep in mind, we've forgotten more than we remember of what occurred on this show over the 18-year run. So it's great to get email, even if you just want to say hello. MJ at MJMorningShow.com is the email address. And, of course, the hotline is 813-467-6290. You can send us a text message or you can leave a voicemail. MJ Morning Show hotline, 813-467-6290. Nine zero. We highly appreciate it, Fester. I don't want to see your damn Popeyes cup. Get oh, thing. Look at this. Get, get it at. Look at Fe- that brand he new is, Popeyes cup. He is still pulling this scam, dude. You are going to get arrested. In a previous episode, Fester talks about his fast food soft drink scam, and Fester's bragging about this uh, new Popeyes cup before we started recording. Well, Popeyes changed the logo on their cup, and that's the really the touchy time with these cups. Because like McDonald's, they are on it, bro. Every couple of weeks, they got a different cup. Yeah. I walked into the McDonald's the other day, and I had the old cup, and I saw they have a new cup. I'm like, oh, crap. Better get out of here. For those that are not aware, we discussed this on an earlier podcast. I'll give you 10 seconds. Fester's horrific scam here. Dude, this is theft. You are stealing. This is theft of goods or merchandise or whatever whatever they call it legally. This is illegal. Listen, first of all, it is delicious. Every time you go to these fast food stores, you always get your own drink now. Nobody gives you the drink from behind the counter anymore. So you just save the cup. The Teflon Dom of stealing like soda. And listen, first, you know, the big problem is, MJ, you're going to have to sit this fat ass down and tell him that he needs to. I'm sorry, I got to lay it out there. You, you need to slow down, dude. What are you, 50? Fester's got fast food restaurant cups from like every major chain. <laughs> and he just pulls into the parking lot, walks in with his cup, goes to the fountain, and fills up his drink. And I'm sorry, dude, if you try this at PDQ, I'm going to have you arrested, okay? Oh, yeah, what are you going to do? Have the PDQ police come <laughs> to my house? Ooh, really scared, PDQ popo. And of course, uh, full disclosure, I'm a uh, investor in the PDQ concept, the best chicken sandwich in America. The war has been won, ladies and gentlemen. We have to also welcome to today's podcast special guest, the one and only Hurricane Hitman Stevens is on the broadcast. Hurricane, it's great to see you after all these years, buddy. Yes, it's great to see you guys as well. Wow, how about that? What the the He's probably one of the longest-running members of the show, right? The longest? The longest. I was going to point that out. Hurricane is actually the longest member ever of the MJ Morning Show because Hurricane was there before I ever got there. That is so true. So Hurricane was there from day one. Remember, back in the day. 
Prior to Froggy and Fester, it was Jason the Buffoon Boy. Yes. And BJ and Hurricane and me. That is correct. That, that was the crew. So Hurricane goes from my first day all the way to the last day of the MJ Morning Show. So uh, in recognition of that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a plaque. Uh, which we had. <laughs> it's been a long time. We've got a lot to discuss here. Of course, Hurricane went to work for Bubba for a little bit. We'll discuss that coming up in just a. You did what? What? <laughs> what? But he tell me this. We'll get into the Hurricane story in just a bit. Hurricane, feel free to jump in. You're you're part of the crew here right. on the podcast. All right, I want honesty here. Has anyone, Froggy Fester, Hurricane, have any of you guys gone out to search for uh, masks for the coronavirus? No, but I thought about it. And then I was listening to NPR, and they said, listen, don't waste your time because store-bought masks have no effect on this. Guess what, guys? I am sitting on over a thousand <laughs> double-thick medical masks that I am ready to sell. A thousand. <laughs> Those are the kind you need, the yeah. double masks. With the metal bendy on the nose, uh-huh. so you can bend it around your nose. I've got over a thousand ready to sell. Hundred bucks a mask. <laughs> Jeez, MJ, I'm not kidding. I no doubt for a minute. That's a lot of money. It's actually my dad who has. I mean, you know, my dad really does have them. He does, and they're only good for like four hours. I heard. Oh no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. they're they're good for eternity. <laughs> no, 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 they're, no, they're not. In perpetuity, they, they get moisture and spit from your nose and your mouth, and they start to disintegrate a little bit. Listen, the bottom line is, Froggy, if if you're really going to gouge people and rip folks off. For masks, at least know the terminology. Your masks are crap if they're not the N95 certified masks. So well, mine had the nose filter. Is it? Are you talking about the nose filter, Froggy? Are your masks N95 masks, meaning that they filter out 95 percent of the particulate no. matter? No, they're M. M95, <laughs> right below. You don't, even know, you don't even know what the hell you have. N94s, damn it. As we record this, we're recording this on Monday night, March 2nd, and this will drop on Tuesday morning, March 3rd. But, of course, uh, just the other day it was announced that there are two coronavirus cases in uh, Hillsborough County and Manatee County. Listen, it's expected this thing is going to get worse before it gets better. Uh, the latest news was six deaths now in Washington state. Fester, you said you heard what on what the hell are you doing listening to NPR, man? That's some pretty boring crap. It's actually fantastic. I listen every day. <laughs> Aside from your sleep apnea issue, you're looking to what fall asleep at the wheel while you're driving listening to NPR? It's riveting. <laughs> they did an interview with an Afghan refugee the other day. I wept. <laughs> I wept. <laughs> and then, I then another interview with a literal Afghan. On, on the weekends, I listen to Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. <laughs> so funny, those guys. <sighs> anyway, I was listening to NPR, and they were talking about this virus, and they said the store-bought masks are regular, just like hospital masks. Don't cut it. Right. Listen. The the regular hospital masks, meaning just those those little papery or you know almost like paper towel that go across your face. Yeah, those suck. But at least the masks that are N95, like 3M, some have the little respirator up front, but the masks that are designated N95, they might not filter out the entire coronavirus uh, because the virus is pretty small, but at least it can do something. And I saw, like, for instance, the U.S. Surgeon General said, stop buying masks. It won't do any good. Then 
why do they tell people that have the virus or are sick to wear the mask to prevent it from spreading to people that are healthy? Bottom line is, is an N95 a cure-all, a panacea, and will guarantee you don't get coronavirus? Of course not, but it's got to offer some level of protection. And then the other thing they're saying is, yeah, we, we need the masks for people that, that have the virus or will get the virus. Well, the question is, if you don't have the mask, if you don't have a couple of masks, and let's say you contract the virus or somebody in your family does, and if you don't have one, then how the hell are you going to use it? So it's it's sort of like they're, they're talking out of both sides of their mouths on this thing. When will coronavirus become the latest weight loss fad? Fester, that's not funny at all. It's not, dude. I'm sorry to all of the What's affected the with coronavirus people who I offended. Something just never, ever changed. He just oh, rolled and the other his thing eyes. is, rolling eyes, that's, that's a good point, because eyes are also a contact point. Remember the Chinese uh, doctor that died who was trying to alert the world about uh, the coronavirus and the Chinese government stepped in and they picked him up and, and they, they tried to shut him up? He was the one that said that he's pretty sure that it spreads through the eyes. So you might have... N95 virus masks, but if you don't have good sealed eye protection... MJ, let me ask you a question. Say that you had a morning show right now, and in these days, do you remember the H1N1? We brought it up earlier when you sent Lamosa out with the syringes in her hair. Oh my God, Would you do a coronavirus bit these days, or do you think I don't think so. You don't think? I remember, I had a buddy of mine, a physician write me a prescription for Tamiflu. Remember they were saying that that Tamiflu supplies were going to be chewed up, eaten up? I spent like 500 bucks on Tamiflu. Yeah, I remember that. To to prepare for the bird flu. (laughs) Yeah, we were kind of joking around with that, and we sent Lamosa out, and she had syringes stuck in her hair with like Mountain Dew as the color of the liquid, and she was like standing in front of a 7-Eleven offering to give people bird flu uh, vaccinations. That <laughs> we did that live on the air. So you wouldn't you wouldn't try that with this these no, days? No, no, it's more uh, serious. No, the difference is is that we have a community spread here in the United States. We have, as of this taping, six people have died in Washington State. So I would not. Now we might be giving out N95 masks. We, that would we be might pretty be, cool. You know, <laughs> with a logo on the front. <laughs> yeah, caller call ten right now. That'd be a pretty cool gift, especially if you could put our logo on the front. No, but to answer your question, no, I, I wouldn't be joking about the coronavirus because uh, this is certainly a hell of a lot more serious than some of the other issues in the past. Now, oh, I have to talk about my eyeglass mystery. I can't figure this out. I wear contacts, but I've always had glasses. You ever see me in my glasses? Did I ever come to work in no, my no, glasses? No, no. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. I think I remember you bringing out like something that looked like readers or something. Yeah, I, I remember those as well. Like drugstore readers. I wear contact lenses because my eyes suck. I've got one eye that's nearsighted, one eye that's farsighted because I have uh, keratoconus, which is a misshaped cornea in one of my eyes, huh. and I've had that I've had that since I was like in my early 20s, and I've worn uh, hard contact lenses, or technically they're RGP, rigid gas permeable Nobody cares. lenses. Uh, listen, <laughs> you I'm, have, I'm just, what, what, what's, uh, your, what's your eye disease called? Keratoconus. Keratoconus? Coronavirus in your eyes? No, it's Holy cow. Nothing to do with that. I have a very mild case of keratoconus, but I think that it was kept in check because I wore these hard lenses since my early 20s, these RGPs, and that helps keep the cornea in good shape. So I have a very mild case of this keratoconus. Bottom line is that I do have glasses. So around the house, I do wear glasses. 
when I wake up in the morning, I don't need to put my contacts in or I take them out and late at night I can use my glasses. Folks, this is freaking bizarre. I woke up last week and my glasses next to my bed were a twisted, mangled mess. I mean, like I literally took my glasses and decided to ball them up. I don't know what the hell happened. Something happened in my sleep. Did you have a violent I, dream or something? Or? I, I don't I don't know. I can't figure this out. I so know. these are like these are like four hundred dollar Oakley uh, drill bit glasses with you know expensive custom lenses from some crazy lab in Los Angeles and I freaking destroyed these glasses. They were twisted, bent. I mean, it's not like I I flung my arm onto the nightstand and hit it, which that would make no sense because these were pushed up against my nightstand radio anyway. These things were as if I grabbed my glasses and bent them and twisted them and mangled them into an unusable ball of metal, and I have no idea what the hell caused this. MJ, I know what happened. What? What happened, I know what Frog? Happened. It's what? obvious. You were obviously, what? and you know how I, how I feel on this, guys. You were uh, you had an alien abduction experience, obviously. <laughs> you did. And there was a tussle by the bedroom. Uh-huh. I agree they with you. They tried a probe situation. There was they tried a tussle. to jam a probe up my butt. <laughs> they thought your glasses were some sort of weapon. You don't watch Ancient Aliens? This is obvious. This is obvious. Guys, I am Mr. Baffled. I, I have no idea what the hell happened. My glasses, I mean, totally destroyed. I've got to get a new pair of glasses, and there is no explanation of why I woke up and these were absolutely mangled beyond repair. How did your butt feel, though? MJ, do you take Ambien? I do not take it. Okay, Am- I was going to say. I, it I know. A- I was waiting for someone to bring this up because, of course, the Joey B story over the years. <laughs> Joey B and Ambien, he would wake up and he'd be driving 60 miles away from home. Uh, he would make lasagna and spaghetti in his bed. Make he'd bake cakes while he was sleeping. <laughs> Deli sandwiches with mustard. No, uh, I do not take any type of Ambien. I am not a highly medicated individual. Take no psychotropic medication. I'm not taking any sleeping aid, nothing. Weird. So there's no like ambient excuse here. Hmm, interesting. It, it, did you piss off Michelle lately? No, I didn't piss off. If anyone has any idea what happened, if anyone can offer any explanation, I am open to just about anything except for alien ass implant uh, probing. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> but I'm open to any other suggestion because I am mystified. We can't figure out what the hell happened. I got to admit, I'm not as opposed to a good probing as I used to be. Let me, I have another theory. Yeah. You have young puppies or young dogs, right? They're downstairs. They have uh, no access to our bedroom. The dogs did not grab my glasses and, and jam them up. No. Did so, your daughter so, break them because you didn't give her a half birthday? Ooh. No. I'll show you, Dad. Which you can learn about last episode on the uh, MJ Morning Show podcast. Uh, MJ and MJMorningShow.com. If you have any idea, any clue, want to offer a suggestion, send me an email, MJ at MJMorningShow.com, or you can text us or call the hotline. 813-467-6290, 813-467-6290. For those that were asking about Hurricane, will Hurricane appear on the podcast? The answer is yes, because Hurricane is in the studio. So, Hurricane, the floor is yours if you want to pick up the story wherever you want to pick it up. Okay. So, basically, let's just get right into it, MJ. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Let's go. You were upset with me. And uh, only because I took a job with Bubba. 
I was at this radio station before MJ and before Bubba. So I knew Bubba when Bubba first got to the radio station. We kind of, yep. you know, worked together, you know, and, and I say that, you know, as a whole, okay, as a radio station. And then MJ came along and I worked with MJ. So for, I don't know, for some reason, I don't know how I got to this point where you and Bubba didn't like each other, you know, and, and I really honestly did not care. Just wait, we're getting to that episode. <laughs> all right. That's in right. a couple episodes. Don't worry. I honestly, we'll, get to, we'll get to all that later on. I honestly, the honestly did not care. All I know that I, I've got two people, you know, that don't like each other. Uh, so Bubba didn't like MJ and MJ didn't like Bubba. And I was in the middle. Okay, you were caught in the middle. In the middle. And I did people. nothing. Nothing. Okay. So Bubba originally was my friend and MJ was too at the same time. Okay. Fortunately, I was working with MJ. And um, and I, it, was, it was hard because, you know, at one point, Bubba wasn't even in the building. And you guys just didn't get along. The morning show yes. ends in February of 2012. Exactly. So the morning show ends, and I remember having a conversation with MJ and Michelle, and we were in the production studio. I didn't know what we were going to do, uh, and I say that because I, I, I was completely floored because I've been at the radio station for so long, and I had no idea what, what my next step was going to be. Right. So we had a conversation, and I remember telling MJ and Michelle that I was going to look into the the, uh, the Florida Highway Patrol, and they told me that was a great idea. Oh, that's right. So, um, but you're flat-footed. <laughs> that's just one foot. Just one foot's flat. So, you know, so so we had that conversation, and, and they thought it was a great idea. And actually, I went out and I tried out for it, and I, I went I went pretty far. And that's this is another story for a yeah. different time. So anyhow, so and, and so the, the, we were let go and we went on a merry way. I had to sit out of the market for like nine months. I couldn't do anything. You know, I look for jobs. Don't get me wrong. All right, now uh, you had to sit out because they hold you to a non-compete to yes. get paid out? Yes, okay, yes. gotcha. So, All right, so we're in the midst of our lawsuit and the whole Bubba MJ lawsuit story, that'll be coming in, in future episodes. But it turns out the lawsuit had already been going on for numerous years. After we ended the show in February of 2012, it turns out that after your non-compete ran out that Bubba hired you yes. to work for him on his show. How long did you work for Bubba? Uh, I worked for him for a year, year, maybe a year and six months. Weren't you executive then, producer, right? I, I, yeah, he offered me the executive producer job, and I took it because I didn't have I didn't have a job. Yeah, you needed a job. And um, and I and I didn't do it because I wanted to spite MJ in any way whatsoever. I did it because I wanted to support me and my wife. As I look back, the fact that you did take the job with Bubba, although I, I do believe he had an ulterior motive in that, I understand that you had to provide for your family. I get it. I do not hold that against you. So Bubba then subpoenaed you as an employee to testify against uh, us in yes. the lawsuit. Yes. And really? Why, why don't you, yep, yep. I didn't so, know that. I didn't. Yeah. You know what? And and I. And it's not like I said, "Hey, I want to go." No, not at all. I was not even. You know, I was just. I honestly, I was used as a tool. Oh, so he hired you just to do that? I, I think it's a very safe bet. It's if you're watching the latest season of Curb Your Enthusiasm, Larry's opening up the Spite store next door to uh, Mocha Joe's. Uh, I, 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 but he's I actually a think, really good executive producer, so he sort of wins. So, so the no. thing is that you know he did hire me, and, and I feel now betrayed by it. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, but I also he was my friend, like I said before. But, and but it's I thought, important. You you feel betrayed because. 
the minute the trial was over, your usefulness was uh, was pretty much expended, and then he let you go. He he fired you after the trial, right? Yes, he did. He did. He did. You gotta be. He let me go. Dude, I didn't know any of this. Honestly, oh, yeah. Yeah. I've been in shelving world. I mean, that's <laughs> wow. Yeah, he so hired he, Hurricane to get at me, used him for the the trial, and then you know fired Hurricane when he was done. Okay, I didn't know that sucks. Sorry, Hurricane. it does. It does. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, it does suck. But I moved forward, and and that's it. You know, um, but you know I didn't do it despite MJ in any way whatsoever. You know, I took a job. That's what I did. You needed a gig. I needed a gig. I did. I needed to provide for me and my wife. Did you ever say anything nasty about me on no, the air, or did, no. did he try to? Did he try to get of you course. to say things about me? Of course. But no, I, you know, and just like, you know, uh, I just look at it this way. I'm, I'm just a pawn between both of you. Yeah, he did. He did fire me because he was done. And I feel I do feel betrayed by it because, you know, honestly, he didn't even do it himself. Someone else did it. And oh, that's great. the thing about it. I knew him for so long. Who fired you? He didn't have the balls to fire you himself? He didn't fire me. What, 25 oh, cents fired you? No, no. Even MJ <laughs> will look you in the eyes and say, get the hell out of my face. You're fired. <laughs> He did it to me like 40 times. Hey, Hurricane, as we sit here, I'm going to look you right in the eye. Hurricane, look me in the eye. Okay. Yeah. Which one? <laughs> the good or the bad one? The, lo- the lower one. All right. All right. Hurricane, I'm looking you straight in the eye. I, I have no hard feelings. Uh, it's water under the bridge. The past is the past. I realize after the shock of the end of the MJ Morning Show that you had to find employment. I get it. I'm sorry that he used you and spit you out. All right, MJ. Also, listen, I want to get into the blacklisting. You alluded to something about a blacklist, and I'm curious to hear what this is all about. I said, save it for the podcast. Save it for the episode. What's this blacklist thing? Well, a good friend of ours told me uh, when I was working with Bubba, I was always looking for jobs. And uh, this one individual that we know, uh, he told me that any time anyone called about me, you pretty much blacklisted me or blackballed me. Whoa, whoa. After the MJ Morning Show? Yes. That that is not true at all. Wait, wait, wait. I'm confused. Wait, you put MJ down as a reference, right? Yes. And people would call MJ about a job for you? Yes. And MJ would say, He okay. had nothing nice to say oh, about me. I don't see him that, that. is false. That is, first of all, nobody mm-hmm. called me. I'll tell you right now. Nobody called this individual that claimed that I blacklisted you after the MJ Morning Show. Is this after you went to work for Bubba? Is that what the claim was? Yes, because I went okay. to work with Bubba. False. A hundred percent false. Do me a favor. Write down the name of this individual. I won't reveal it on the podcast. Write down the name of this individual so I can see who it is. Okay. All right. There you go. Okay. hundred percent false. Absolutely. That is a a well-known individual in the radio industry, a a radio exec, I guess. That is... Dude, 100% false. I never got a phone call about you. Nobody ever called about a reference for you. And if they did, I would not blackball you. I would have told you, you did, you did a great, I would have told them you did a great job for 18 years on my program. So let's put this to sleep right now. That absolutely never, ever happened. Hurricane, show me the paper. Who is it? Come on. Here you go. Was it Matt DeBrat? Nope. No. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Stan the man. No, it wasn't Stan. Stan. <laughs> it wasn't. So Hurricane you did Fultz. not blackball me. 
100% false. 100% false. Wrong. Are we talking about a, just radio jobs? That is an absolute lie. I'm telling you, I swear that is a lie. No, Froggy, we're talking about the manager of Publix getting a message. He's had 17 other jobs since then. I'm just asking if, like, you know, Michael's Fabrics called up and said, when the, hey. When the religious station in Dallas yeah. called his references. <laughs> but I don't see him doing that. I just don't. Well, I didn't. 100% false. Hurricane, do you believe me? I believe you. I didn't do it. I'm telling you. All right. All right. What have you been doing? I think you moved to Texas for a little bit. And then what are you doing now? And then the FHP thing yeah. is another possibility that you might be coming back around to potentially yes. joining the FHP. That's All true. Right. So pick it up. What do you want to talk about? So uh, let's let's. You Stop. had a son. Yeah, he's yeah. married. Yes. He has a kid. Yes. Big stuff. Yeah. Screw FHP. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So I do, yeah, I got married right after the morning show ended and uh, three And Bubba years, officiated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, three, uh, my, my, my beautiful wife, Peggy, uh, my, my son, who's uh, going to be five now, his name is Rocket. Rocket, love it. Rocket, and yeah, yep. okay, and people are going to ask, where'd you get the name? Yes, and we're not going to lie to you. From the mortgage you know, company. No. Rocket no, Ishmael. No. Really? Come on, guys. Marvel. Rocket the Raccoon. Oh, uh, oh Rocket the Raccoon. Yes. Now, hold on. First of all, that's his middle name. His uh, first okay. name is Andrew. Oh, so it's Andrew Rocket. Yes. Gotcha. Wait, his yes. middle name's not... No, it's not. <laughs> Who yeah. the hell's Rocket the Raccoon? You don't. Oh, That's don't great. forget it, Buster. You went to Texas for a little bit. How yeah. long were you in Texas? I was in Texas for one solid year. And now you you you've got a real job. Oh yeah, I have uh, a real work, job. Working in radio, I mean, it's a lot of hard work, but there's a certain cushiness to working in a radio studio and creating every day. Now you're really busting your ass. I mean, you're working your ass off every single day. I am, and I can be completely honest with you. I feel so, I feel so alive. Um, just getting out every single day and doing what I'm doing. Um, I, I get a lot of exercise. I'm the healthiest I've ever been. Wow, I can't believe crack I, sales are so. Yeah. <laughs> are you ready for the big reveal? Are you a dish are you Are you ready for what hurricane? How long have you been doing this hurricane? Uh, I'm going on three years. For three years, guess what hurricane has been doing, folks? Mail stripper. No, I've, I'm a driver for FedEx. FedEx Ground. That's great. He is lugging and schlepping packages to businesses and houses. That is some serious work. Those guys and women, they work their asses off working minute. for FedEx. Now, you, you're doing FedEx Ground. You're not doing uh, Express. I'm not doing Express. I'm doing Ground and all the heavy stuff. Okay, wait Ground is even tougher than ex- the, the Express guys. Don't don't they have it easy? Oh, yeah. Air-conditioned vehicles. Yeah, little yeah. letters. Little just packages. Little, little, little envelopes is what they're delivering. You're delivering. You're lugging hey, some hey. heavy-ass crap. Don't knock this, but uh, I'm going to throw back a name from the past here. Matt the yep. Brat. Remember him? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he is an Express driver. He wow. has been really? doing it for like maybe thirty years. Really? <laughs> That's it. Oh, yeah. Really? <laughs> yes. I just yes. thought he was spinning hits and popping zits. No, like, no, uh, no, no, no. Wow. And then speaking Matt of him, Brett. now yeah. you, you remember KCon? KCon was the guy who was in the accident with Verlander, uh, the police car on Bayshore. Do you remember, you remember that? Two. I don't remember that one. Late night, two interns went out to get pizza, and they came back and they smashed into a Tampa police officer oh, on oh, Bayshore oh, Boulevard. Yes, no, yes, I remember that. And yes. one of those guys, his name was Kyle. Yes, and he. Oh yeah. And he, he always wore his hat really high. Yeah, well, oh, he was God. the one who got me into FedEx because he works there as well. Oh my wow. God, guys, do you realize what's happening? We're all going to work for FedEx. No, 
eventually. But <laughs> Hurricane has a he delivers package. He has a hot young wife. He's the king of queens. <gasps> oh man! <laughs> well, how, no, hold on here. Hold on here. I'm not fat. Well, almost. I'm not fat. You're getting there, buddy. But Hurricane, you're getting more exercise. You're burning more oh, calories yeah. every day than I, you honestly, ever have. Right? I think I, I can say that I've lost. I, I was sitting around for nine months doing nothing. Okay, and then you know, uh, I sat fit. behind a desk as well when I worked with Bubba. And I took a job. By the way, I took a job working for Facebook for a while. I did that. And uh, what did you do for Facebook? I I can't tell you the name of the company, but I can tell you that I um, moderated content. <laughs> you did I fake say. news you for know, the Russians? Uh, no, well, well, hold on a minute. Those moderators, I've heard that some of those moderators with with the content that they have to moderate, that they come down with like PTSD. That some of the content is so foul or disgusting or gross or the things that let's, they have to let's, censor. Let's, let's put it yeah. this way: I've seen a lot. Oh. I'm talking. I can like tell penises? you stories. Yeah, <laughs> well, you, you get those as well. <laughs> but um, I can tell you stories off the podcast. I won't do it on. But wow. what what, I, what I've seen so far. But yeah, I did that. Do you know how to get on the dark web? No comment. Okay, I need to Froggy. talk. I need to talk. Dude, no comment. Froggy, it what? Is not I just want to. It is me. not hard to. It's no secret to get onto the dark web. Really? You can, really? Just, just Google it. You can find ways to get onto the so-called dark web. Anyway, uh, back to FedEx for a second. Before we move on, have you learned from like those doorbell videos not to throw and hurl packages over people's fences or against their front doors on their porches? I, I didn't have to learn that. I, I got common sense. There you that's, go. That's the thing. Right. You but know. you've seen... Yeah, listen. Oh, when, no, when I've seen them. Vi- when those videos leak and you have sub like FedEx guy or UPS guy throwing a 55-inch uh, LCD uh, TV over a fence onto the ground, <laughs> I mean, clearly you guys talk about that at FedEx, oh, right? yeah. All right. So, Hurricane, you are, to be fair, an average to maybe slightly above average looking man. But when you're a man in uniform... Are you getting like all kinds of ladies? Yeah, have you had like an ooh, Skinamax encounter <laughs> or something? <laughs> Anything? No. no oh, no, no. So wait a minute. You've never had a female or even a male customer that you're delivering to come on to you? It's no, never not happened? at all. Not at all. Mm, but thanks those, for delivering those stories my... must happen. They must happen. You know, and, and no, not at all. Never, now, that's, that's made like up. Urban legend? Oh. I, I was recognized a couple times by people like, hey, oh, I know this guy. I know this guy. I don't know if you're familiar wow. with the group, fam- uh, the, um, the appliance place called Famous Tate. <laughs> of course, yeah. Yes. <laughs> this guy here, there's a guy that works there. He, I'm not going to give his name out, but he, Ralphie. he knew who I was. And, and it's like he couldn't place me anywhere. Then finally, he placed me. And I, I go into his office and he's got the MJ Morning Show up on his um, his computer screen, and it's really? a double computer screen. He's looking at all these images. There's one with uh, us all standing together, me wearing a blue shirt, and Meredith was there. You know, and he's like, "I knew who I knew you who were." And I'm like, huh. "Oh, wait a minute here. Oh, I've been discovered by this guy." And I, I, I just went super low key once I left I the show. I knew I recognized you. Right, quick mention here on the future for Hurricane. So you're with FedEx, but you're considering potentially yeah the Florida uh, Highway uh, Highway Patrol. All right, so what's the issue? You think you can, listen? You're my age. You're 54, and uh, FHP will hire you. Oh yeah, definitely. I had a problem with the Florida Highway Patrol, and 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 this is the thing that bugged me. Um, I went through the hoops. Um, I, I passed all the tests, and I'm like, I remember the morning I got up, 
and I told my wife, I said, on Facebook, they have a new um, class going in for the Florida Highway Patrol. And I'm like, okay, um, maybe it's me. You know, maybe there's a second one. They showed a group of people but didn't show me. And then all of a sudden, I get this knock on this door, on my door, and it was like a FedEx guy or UPS, I forget, whichever it was. And they sent me a, a, a certified letter telling me that I was turned down. Why was I turned down? I was turned yeah. down because I had an issue. And the issue was, you ready for this? It's really stupid. Yeah. yeah. It was, I was suspended in junior high school. What? I was suspended really? in junior high school. Wow. Now, they told me specifically, I told the entire class, be completely honest with us. Tell us before we have to find out. And one of the questions they asked uh, on the um, on the test or whatever we were filling out, I forget what it was called, um, have you ever been suspended in school? And I said, yes, I had indoor suspension. What's the matter with you? In junior high school. Yeah, big deal. It was no uh, big deal. So, 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 sorry. So, to make a long story short, I ended up getting this letter and that turned me down. And I called and I said, uh, you know, I called the FHP and I asked the question, why? And they said, because you were suspended in junior high school. Cool. And, like, and then the guy. In like fo- seventh grade? Exactly. And then the, and like, <laughs> I had no idea I wanted to be a Florida right. Highway Patrol. Right. So, so then the guy finished the conversation with me and, you know, I'm dumbfounded about the whole situation. He says to me, you know, in another year you can apply again. Gotcha. So I couldn't figure right, so, that out. Probably all right, so where does it stand? Part. So now you're reapplying? Reapplying. And, okay. And I'm uh, going to jump through the hoops again and bring that point up. You know, Don't bring it up. No, I have to because you they're going to revisit it. You know, I'm not going to lie. Now I'm, now I'm lying to them. This is a guy you want working for the Florida Highway Patrol, a guy that's telling the yeah. truth. Do you now, know <laughs> all the rules? Did you learn in school everything about like cop rules and stuff? Because I have a question. Okay. What's that? <laughs> okay. So say I have a... Of uh, some mar- medical marijuana, in my okay, and I take it out of its original prescription bottle, and I have it in a bag. Okay, can I get a, can I get in trouble for that, or do I have to keep it in the original prescription bottle? I'm going to say you should leave it in the the prescription bottle. Okay. okay. What yeah. if he takes the bag and puts it in his butt, and you only find it during a cavity search? I think you're good then. Okay. <laughs> All right, hurricane. All right. So how soon are you reapplying and when will you know if you're going to get the gig with the Florida Highway Patrol? It's a waiting game. That's all it is. It's a waiting game. And, um, you know, I put an application in and uh, all I can do is wait. See what they're going to pick. I bet you it'll work out because he's he'd be an awesome cop. You've only you got the look. You you bring the mustache. Yeah, back. remember you had that mustache. I can bring the mustache back. That, that <laughs> for sure. You'd be a great cop, man. All right, well, listen. Good luck, Hurricane. It, it's great to have you on the program. Hey, hang out with us and, and feel free to interject like like good old times here on the MJ Morning Show podcast. And before he says it, you're welcome to come by any time. If you know we're recording, you're always welcome to come by, man. Okay. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Unless you're a cop and Froggy has his bag of weed, then don't come by. Medication. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Medication. Speaking of cops, Kristen the intern, who, of course, was part of the whole American Idol scam with Lamosa, Kristen brought a story to my attention. I'm like, we got to have you back on. And Kristen's husband, did you know this? Kristen's husband is a deputy for Pinellas County. And this is the craziest damn story. Get Kristen on the line. They found out that their nanny, because Kristen works uh, in bank security, her husband is a deputy sheriff. They found out that their nanny was a prostitute. This is an insane story. That's awesome. I'm in the market for a new nanny. (laughs) It's funny you say that. Get Kristen on the line. I have so many questions instantly. 
Kristen, MJ and the gang, how you doing? Hey, guys, doing great. How are you? Hey, it's great to have you back on. First, the American Idol episode. Now this. I got to talk about this story. I was blown away. I kind of set it up already, you know, about you and banking security. Your husband's a deputy sheriff. And you guys found out that your nanny was a prostitute. How the hell did that happen? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So Penelope had a major surgery. That's your daughter. Your your daughter is Penelope. Yes. Sorry. Yes. My daughter's Penelope. She's two years old now. And about a year ago, she had massive surgery. And so to be able to continue working, um, I had to be able to keep Penelope at home. We could not have her in daycare for a good part of a year because of the surgery she had. She couldn't bump her head. So you have a kid that's learning how to walk. So, you know, you got to be careful with that. So I decided to go on this website that's very well known for any kind of nannies or housekeeping. Grinder. And I found. <laughs> oh, it's not yeah, Grinder. Oh, I'm sorry. That's where I found my nanny. That's where I found my manny. I think that might, that might be for man. Yeah, for male nannies. Yeah. <laughs> Mannies. <laughs> yeah. So, so I go on there, and you know, we went through the whole process. You know interviewing and all of that and found somebody that just clicked with our family and she was incredible. She worked for us for a good, I don't want to say a better part of a year. Yeah, somebody, and, somebody who could really approach your so, husband and talk confidently to him. And we obviously did a background check and all that. The, so, you know, you, you have, that's the worst background check ever. <laughs> so, well, uh, can't, you know, she didn't have anything going on in her background. It's what she was currently doing that she hadn't yeah, been caught if, for. If her record was clean, Fester, it was clean, and you're not going to catch her for what she's doing and hasn't been caught for yet. She was uh, a prostitute so, while she was your babysitter? Oh, I thought she was a prostitute formerly, like she's retired. No, no, no. she's she's nanny during the day, prostitute at night. Uh, so so what, what happened? How did you figure this out? So as you know, when you, you have somebody working in your home... You, you talk to them all the time. You get very close. And she had just graduated high school, started college. And so we were talking about her endeavors and if she was dating. Wait, 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 wait. Is she hot? <laughs> How exactly. old is she? Yeah, she's, she's gorgeous. She looks like Tiffany Amber Thiessen back in the day. She looks like Kelly Kapowski? Oh, my God. Froggy can't stand <laughs> yeah. up. Oh, my God. I got to see her. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Right, I, right. Just, I didn't know she was so young. If yeah. you want to see your, your wife. Quite- your wife's going to love this, Froggy. She's on Central Avenue in 15th. You want to see her right now. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead, Kristen. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, something tells me she wasn't a street walker. So, something tells me she was doing internet stuff. She was doing, and I was like, oh, really? What websites are you on? And she's like, well, let me show you this guy. She didn't answer the question. I'm like, okay. Like, what are you on? Max.com? Plenty of fish? I don't know. I'm old. So I think you just go with your basic stuff. And then she shows me a picture, and I noticed the app that she's on. And it said something to the effect of sugar daddy. And the guy was a little bit older. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. So are you into like dating older guys or what, you know, how does that work? Do they just take you out on dates? And so she finally fessed up after digging and prodding and proding that she specifically said that she meets up with men for money and she does a certain type of transaction for money. And what was the she transaction for a week and sometimes just a night? What was the transaction? Well, sleeping with them and doing other kinds of fun. Oh, okay. What do you All think? Right. I didn't know. I, th- I thought it was like butt stuff. Oh, my. 
<laughs> so she was on the Sugar Daddy. Listen, we talked about Sugar Daddy websites numerous times during the MJ Morning Show days. I mean, it's not new, but she was hooking up with guys regularly, finding them on the Sugar Daddy websites, and she was exchanging sex for cash, not necessarily right. her rent being paid for or or getting a new car. She was taking money for sex acts. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. And so while I'm learning this, I'm trying to keep a straight face, but I can't have her continue working for yeah. us. Why and would she disclose yeah, this? I mean, what? what if she gets herpes on her mouth and she's kissing oh. my kid? Oh, oh Kristen, is that a real concern? <laughs> That's horrid. <laughs> yes! Kristen, why the hell would she share with you if she is a provider to take care of your kids? Why would she even tell you that she meets up with guys and has sex for money on a sugar daddy website why would she even tell you this it's almost like she got a little too comfortable with you that is exactly what happened well remember she's like 19 easy to talk to she was probably trying to recruit you i mean there's probably a fetish for you Kristen. (laughs) so Kristen, she was if she was just out of high school so she was what 18 19 20 how old was she 18 18 and how old were the guys that she was boning um, in their 50s and up. Kristen, why would you bring an 18-year-old Kelly Kapowski into your house around your husband? Well, he, he, she would be working with me and not him. It's while he was off at work. So but that's also, that's also a big concern. <laughs> Froggy's got a great point, is there have been it many a, a story, and listen, we've heard this from friends of ours, and you know, there have been cases where they have a hot nanny or a, you know, a hot uh, au pair, for instance, and uh, that's like a big mistake. That's like rule number one is you never hire a hot nanny or a hot au pair because of the potential of something going on with your hubby. Absolutely. But thank God I don't have to worry about that. Not only is he a good guy, but he was never here when she was here. So it was really nothing I had to worry about. But when I found this out, he was actually out of town. Uh, for, I think it was 11 days backpacking through the mountains with his guy friends, and I couldn't get a hold of him mm. because there was no cell reception. So I finally had to make the call and just yeah. fire her. And of course, when he gets back, I tell him. Wow. And he tells all his firefighter friends, they're like, oh man, we want to meet her. Oh. <laughs> like, Are you hey, Kristen, Hurricane here. Yes. Hey. <laughs> hey, listen, I got a question. So, what were you paying the hooker? <laughs> <laughs> $15 an hour. Did they leave the wow. money on the nightstand? Why? Wow. I mean, think about this, guys. She fires the lady, the, the hooker, and she's like, I didn't need your crap-ass job anyway. I got some guy buying me a Mercedes. Chris, yeah, you- guess what? It turns out the nanny was making a hell of a lot more money having sex with the guys than being the nanny. So you fire her, and do you have any idea that she continue to sleep with these guys, or have you lost touch with her? Well, you know, I... I- did check in with her ever so often on Facebook because obviously we were Facebook friends and it and it seems like she's turned around, you know. I had a conversation with her. I was concerned for her well being, truly. I mean it's so dangerous out there. Um wow. but it looks like she's she's turned around. She's in school for nursing and 
engaged to be married. Oh my so. God, nursing? She's going for even older men now? <laughs> <laughs> nursing home. <laughs> yes, the guy's on his deathbed. He's like about 93 years old. No, I'm kidding. That's all I want. It's on my a great lesson, though. Listen, when you're hiring a nanny, hire a big fat pig, and you're not going to have to worry about <laughs> Froggy it. Froggy. <laughs> we, we have a friend. We have friends. Froggy. Mark and Kendra, and they're hiring an au pair from like Guatemala, right? And I was like, hey, huh? Look. He's like, no. Shows me a picture. She's as tall as she is wide. And he's like, my wife picked this one. I had no say in this dude. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, well, Mark. Listen, you, you got to hire an old pair from, you got to get one from like Sweden or Norway or something. That's where you want to get your old pairs mm. from. Kristen, we'll talk to you soon. All right. Take care. See ya. Froggy, you almost burned down a motel on your last shelving trip, correct? Well, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a long story, but. I did almost burn it down with my hair dryer. So, I mean, it's a long story, though. How much hair do you have? Uh, you've got one minute to tell the story. I had no idea, but Froggy falls asleep with hair dryers on next to his head all the time. What the hell is this all about? It's been something that I've been doing. I- I've had chronic migraines my entire life, as everybody knows. Yeah. Okay, so the one way I get rid of them is with a hair dryer directly pressed up against my temple, where the... On my left temple. It can't be. It burns you. No, no. You keep it at about an inch, or not an inch, a foot away, and it, it, mm, 45 minutes to an hour, you leave it there, takes away my headache. On okay. high? Yeah. <laughs> Just like that. Just like that. Can, can you hear me? Hey, can you hear me over the hair dryer? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> This is how it is with my wife every night. All right, so you run. Well, if you put a hair dryer on a bed, if you block the in, oh, I guess you got to turn it so you don't block the intake and, and cause it to. So Here's what, a what tough happened? thing. Here's a yeah. tough thing. At home, my wife bought me a hair dryer holding stand, <laughs> so I can point it directly to my to my head. What okay. do you put it on the nightstand next to you? Yes, absolutely. She bought this from like a beauty from Sally Beauty Supply. Exactly, because it's been an <laughs> issue in my household. She can't take it anymore with me falling asleep with the hair dryer in the cover. She thinks it's going to burn down the house. Yeah, uh, obviously it's not going to. It hasn't right, yet. So you're on the road. You're doing one of your because Froggy is in shelving now. Froggy does shelving and fixtures. Uh, that's the company that he owns. Froggy uh, Fixtures. With, it's Froggy Fixtures. Fro- Froggy Fixtures uh, inherited this from his father-in-law. So you're on the road. Yeah. You get the what? The hair dryer. Do you travel with a hair dryer, or you're using the hotel motel holiday in hair dryer? I unfortunately had to use the hotel hair dryer, which doesn't have right. the power I'm used to, and you have to rip it actually off the wall. To oh, use how it. disgusting is that? <laughs> a hotel hair dryer right to your face for two hours. So I'm in the hotel and I'm, I have a headache. I'm like, I got to go to sleep. I got to use the hair dryer. I got to get. <laughs> gotta use it. Gotta use the hair dryer. All right. So, so that's, you bring, like, you bring it to the bed? I'm sleeping. I have the hair dryer. I don't have my hair dryer stand. So I fall asleep with a hair dryer in my hand. It's happened before. Okay. But it happens in a hotel where it, it's going for about three hours, the hair dryer. <laughs> so they can hear it in the hall. Come to find out, the overnight maintenance guy walks by my room and hears... Here's the sound effect. Now it's the time, probably, to hit it, MJ. This is what he hears walking by my room. (laughs) Okay, so what happens then? So this is 4.45 in the morning. He hears that, and he feels the heat. This is what I hear. (laughs) 
Okay. Feels the heat coming from under the door. My okay. God, how hot was that? It, it, the room was sweating. <laughs> the entire room. I, I so was almost, so hot. You almost burned down the hotel? So they start banging on the door. <laughs> like sir, that. Yeah, sir. sir. And I don't hear it because I'm... I'm blasting myself with a hairdryer. Right. So that I finally I go, I get up, I sleep naked in hotels. I don't know if anybody knows this. But I get up naked and I put my hat that I'm wearing right here over my junk and I open the door. And I go, What's going on? I'm out of it. And they go, Is everything it's two guys at this point. Is everything okay? Oh my And they go, Oh my gosh, sir, it's so hot and they back up like that. Because the steam just hits them in the face. So it turns out they thought there was a, a a fire basically going on in the room because there was so much heat they didn't know what the sound was and there was how a big emergency. The, <laughs> it's a big emergency. How did the element not shut off? Because uh, uh, isn't there like a breaker sometimes in these hair dryers? Or no, no. You could ask. My, this is my my wife thinks this is how we're all gonna die from me burning down my house through with the hair dryer. She hates it. Oh my God. Now, hey. would a would one of those salon chairs help? You know, with the big dome <laughs> over your head? I used to use those before this, before the hair dryer. How my did... grandmother had one when I was a kid. And I would really? Fall, yeah, I'd fall asleep under those and wake up uh, sweating really? to death. By the way, Froggy, I found on YouTube, it's labeled relaxing hair dryer sound 10 hours. There's 10 hours of hair dryer noise. Oh, on YouTube, you know what? This is this is only two minutes and eleven seconds in. Let me let me fast forward here. Let me go into six hours. Oh, oh. Same thing. <laughs> and I think it's good. my wife thinks it's gotten to a point where I rely on the hair dryer. Like it helps me sleep now. Like it makes me it calms me. Sometimes I blow it on my legs and my wiener, and it feels really good. Oh, if you can't sleep, get naked and blow a hair dryer all <laughs> over your naked body. I'm telling you. So you're saying if you have a hot wiener, you can go to sleep. Listen, Hurricane, I've been missing those jokes for years, but try it. Or or just call Kristen's nanny and have her come over and and have her play the part of the hairdryer blowing, right? Is that it? Mm, Sounds sexy. Uh, Not the uh, one I make. Froggy, yeah, don't burn down your house or a hotel or motel with your hairdryer situation. Man, we're running long on this podcast. All right, a couple of emails or texts, then we'll uh, get out of here. From the MJ Morning Show email, mj at mjmorningshow.com. Again, folks, feel free to send us email, mj at mjmorningshow.com. It says, Todd, MJ, I'm so happy you all started the podcast. I was widowed in 2008 and took off to Texas, so I was there when the morning show ended I came back this past year because my parents are aging. To my delight, found the MJ Morning Show podcast just last week. I drive about an hour and a half to work, and seriously, I had to pull over twice this morning because I was laughing too hard to drive because I was listening to y'all. That's fantastic. I've been an avid listener of the Schnitt Show uh, since you started that, even from Texas. I need this show to come back. I feel like I'm happier in the morning because of y'all. Thank you, Mary. Oh, that's Does she sweet. write y'all like Y hyphen A L L? I'll show you right here. Yeah, uh, it is. Uh, look, look at look. Y Y A. I'm sorry. Y apostrophe A L L exclamation point. That chaps my is, ass. <laughs> is Boy. what she wrote. Just write you yeah, here's, all. Here's ah. a text. This uh, and again, if you send me a text. 
Go ahead and put your name on the text so I can mention your name. All I have is the phone number that it came from. Uh, this text to our MJ Morning Show hotline, which is 813-467-6290. You can leave us voicemail or text message us, 813-467-6290. And this message is, let's hear some whammy, doctor. Bye! La, 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 la. And they even wrote out B A A A A L A. We got to play some old Whammy Doctor. I heard a rumor that Whammy Doctor moved to Vegas. Just a rumor. I thought we figured out that he had died in New Orleans. Yeah, I thought he was dead. And, yeah, yeah, I think oh. we had figured out late in the game that he had died in, because in, uh, it was, was pretty old, I believe. Uh, here's another uh, email uh, to MJ at MJMorningShow.com. Hey, MJ, love the podcast. I heard you say that you might have Mike Calta on the podcast. When is that going to happen? I'm in communication with uh, Calta right now. He asked me. Actually, he's trying to. he wants to come on as well. So Calta said, hey, uh, when, am I, when can I be on the podcast? And I just sent him a message the other day. Hey, I'm going to shoot some dates by you pretty uh, soon. So, yes, we will have Mike Calta, formerly Cowhead, on the podcast in the not-so-distant future. Another email, MJ at MJMorningShow.com. Hi, MJ. You mentioned on uh, one of the podcasts that you pretty much have all the MJ Morning Show episodes. Do you have the one for Chloe's birth? My son was born 82201 and of course Chloe was born on 82001 and I remember you calling in from the hospital. I remember I can picture myself standing in the hospital making the call to the show uh just hearing how nonchalant you were when you talked about your wife's labor progress helped me tremendously. My husband was out of state with a broken back at the time. I was so scared, but listening to you that morning convinced me that I can do this, and I did. Thank you. Love listening to you guys then, and still love and wait patiently for every podcast episode. Candace. Candace, thanks for the email. I appreciate it. Her husband broke his back conceiving the child? No. He really gave it his all. Chloe was born that close to to, to the September 11th. Yeah, right, that yeah. was uh, holy yeah. cow. Because I remember we talked about this on the show. I Chloe hope you was, remember. Yeah, Chloe was born just shy of three weeks before 9/11, and I remember after 9/11 on the show, I opened up and I said, you know, what the hell kind of world have we just brought this little baby girl into? Remember, 9/11 guys knocked us on our asses collectively as a country. And we were all affected on the show. I, you know, remember how long it took us to get back to like normal shows after nine eleven? Yeah, took a long time. And again, so many people writing and texting about listening to our show on nine eleven. Listeners from the Tampa Bay market, listeners from Jacksonville, listeners from uh, St. Louis, for instance. Unbelievable. And uh, you know, those are things you'll never forget. Anyway, folks, another successful MJ Morning Show podcast episode. Uh, Hurricane, great to have you in the studio. Feel free to drop by anytime you want. All right. Thank you. I appreciate it. Good to see uh, you, Froggy, man. don't burn down any hotels. Fester, quit stealing stuff from fast food restaurants. <laughs> Shove it. <laughs> <laughs> Send this email, mj at mjmorningshow.com. You can call the hotline, leave a message, or send a text, 
813-467-6290. On Twitter, follow me at Todd Schnitt. I've got a lot of crap on Twitter, folks. On Twitter, at T-O-D-D-S-C-H-N-I-T-T. And my Instagram feed with even more pictures and stuff that I don't put up on Twitter. On Insta, I am at Certified Todd Schnitt. As always, folks, spread the word. The MJ Morning Show is back with these all-new podcast episodes. Word of mouth, the best advertising. Tell your friends, your co-workers, your relatives that we are back. Tell them to go to mjmorningshow.com for all of the platforms, all the ways to listen. New episodes every single Tuesday morning. That's mjmorningshow.com. And we'll see you next time for episode number 14. The MJ Morning Show. I'm Jerry Petuck, CEO of Radio Influence. I just wanted to take a quick moment to say thank you for downloading and subscribing to this podcast. There are a lot of people behind the scenes here at Radio Influence that work hard to keep you entertained day in and day out. If you'd like to get involved and advertise on this program, or you have some show ideas that you'd like to see us add to the Radio Influence family, please email us at contact at radioinfluence.com. We all have crazy schedules, so the fact that you took time out of your busy day to let us entertain you for a while means a lot. Without you, the listeners, we wouldn't exist, so thank you again for downloading and subscribing to this show. Don't forget to check out RadioInfluence.com to see what other shows we also have to offer. All of Radio Influence's programming can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and of course, RadioInfluence.com. 